The views and opinions expressed by the speakers are solely their own unless stated otherwise. With that out of the way, let's start. I am Precious. And I am Jean. This is Elbida Talks. I hope everyone's having a great day today. If you ever felt othered or misheard, please know that someone out here shares our hearts with you. We understand you. Now, on to the podcast. Ano nga bang pag-uusapan natin ngayon, Jean? What is the purpose of today's talk? Those are great questions, partner. Being students of a large university like UP Los Banos, we're a various lad. We all come from different backgrounds and we grew up in different cultures. Dahil doon, hindi maiwasan na magkaroon ng communication barriers between two people who come from different backgrounds. I think it's an interesting thing to talk about. Oh, so we're here to essentially talk about challenges in communication caused by different cultural backgrounds? That's really relevant, lalo na alam naman natin na halo-halo talaga yung mga students dito sa UP. May mga city-born, may laking probinsya, and there may be even some international students roaming around the university halls. Hmm, we're really like a melting pot, ano? Siyempre, gaya nga nasabi ko kanina, Dahil sa difference in cultures and in some cases, primary language spoken at home, may mga challenges talaga sa pakikipag-usap sa ibang tao. Ito rin siguro yung reason ng mga students para sumali sa mga varsitarian organization for them to converse with people na similar yung language and culture. That's true. For example na lang yung mga students or people from Visayas and Mindanao since most of the time, Tagalog is not their first language. I think it certainly is an adjustment to move from your hometown where people talk in your native tongue to a town of primarily Tagalog speakers. I also know some people na nahihiya makipag-usap sa ibang tao because of the way they talk or sa accent nila. Can you elaborate more dun sa part ng nahihiya makipag-usap sa tao dahil sa way ng pagsasalita nila or sa accent nila? Well, halimbawa yung mga Batanganyos. Yung groupmate natin sa Vincent is siyang Batanganyo. Narinig ko sa kanya na kaya hindi siya masyadong nagsasalita sa klase kasi nahihiya siya sa accent niya as Batanganyo. He's not speaking most of the time kasi it sounds like he's about to fight someone daw. Pero that's just how Batanganyos talk eh. Ang sad na he felt like that. Pero gets naman kasi. May mga tao talaga na tatakot o nahihiya because of the stereotypes na very vivid pa rin sa kasalukuyan. I hope he could someday overcome this worry and feel prouder of his language. Tapos, tayo naman na people they converse with every day should honestly be more open. Just don't get intimidated when you talk to them kasi it's very normal for them to talk like that. Certainly, Jean. That's why we invited someone to talk about their own first-hand experience about these things. That's nice. So, sino pang nakausap natin regarding this? Well, our friend Noel talked to his friend from Cebu, Jesse. Let's welcome them, shall we? Thank you, Jean and Precious. And to our Talks listeners right now, maayong adlaw. Today, Lord Jesse Huyuka, better known to his friends as Lord or Jesse, is here with us to share his struggles and his experiences as a Visaya speaker in Los Banos. 
Everyone in this community speaks in Filipino and Tagalog most of the time. So Jesse, kabaluna ko nga nakailana ka na ko. We've been classmates since high school. Pero lately, murag dugay-dugay na kita nga wala magkita. And I'm very thankful for this opportunity to interview you right now. But before we begin, and for the sake of our listeners, I'll introduce myself first. I am Noel Suan, and I am also from Cebu. Jesse, please tell us more about yourself. Okay, introduction, my name is Lord Jesse R. Huiwa from Cebu, and my degree program is currently I BS Agricultural Biotechnology, shifting soon. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, uh, Jesse, kumusta Um, I don't know. Currently, for this week, I've achieved lots of things this week. I was able to enjoy going up sa Makiling yesterday sa Philippine High School for the Arts to watch, to be an audience sa mga recitals nila doon. And today, I just had the whole day experiencing SOLA 2023 uh, anyways, so to start, uh, how long have you been residing here in UP Los Banos? I've been here in UPLB since 2019. <laughs> so, hindi sana natin i- yeah, ano, i kung anong batch, pero yeah. So, I, st- I'm, I stayed here sa LB4. I'm staying here for about four years, right? 2019, that's yeah. it's 2023. Four yeah, years. For ab- uh, going four years now. Yan. So, um, our next question. Uh, can you tell us a bit about your experience as a Bisaya speaker when you first set foot in UPLP? Okay, so first things first, when I got here in UPLP, um, as a Bisaya person back in 2019, during my high school days, I was one of the people who can actually speak Tagalog fluently. Like I labeled myself that because most of the Bisaya, my, of, most of my Bisaya classmates back in high school, they're not really fluent or, uh, yeah, they're not really fluent or, um, what do you call that eloquent in speaking Tagalog. Pero, so I labeled myself as one of the best in speaking Tagalog. But when I came here, I got really stunted. Like, um, the first week I was here, it was kind of hard for me since um, there is this intimidation when you're talking to someone in their language and they're very fluent with it. So you get intimidated. Like you, I, I was thinking that I might, I might be judged by these people I'm talking to. So the moment I came here. I preferred non-speaking English other than Tagalog instead because I'm more confident in talking to them in English than Tagalog kasi nauutal nga ako kapag nagtatagalog. So, yeah. So, everyone thought that I actually, I'm, um, I don't speak Tagalog at all the first week I was here. But I told them I can speak Tagalog. It's just that I get so 
I get frustrated, intimidated whenever I try to speak Tagalog. Tapos nauuta lang ako since I got I feel so intimidated in front of them. Yeah. Yun. That's my first week basically. Same here. That was my, uh-huh. uh, my first week was also my uh, worst experience. Diba? As he, Bisaya speaker. Mahirap siya. Okay, so uh, next question. How do you think uh, our Bisaya culture differs from Los Banos culture? Ooh. Uh, how does it differ? Uh, it actually, it, like, to a lot of levels, actually. It's just that, uh, I mean, there's not much of a difference since growing up, we were able to study Tagalog language as well. It's just that it's not too often that we're using it. Pero we're, we're able to study the technical side of it, the grammatical side of Tagalog. So I think there's not much of a difference in understanding them. But when it in terms of conversing them, like using them as your language, compared to Bisaya, uh, Tagalog is actually, uh, it's quite hard speaking in Tagalog uh, in conversations and conversations where I want to be more expressive or I want to be, uh, I want to pour out my emotions. So it's kind of hard expressing them in Tagalog other than in Bisaya, rather than Bisaya. So the, that, that's kind of like the main difference of them. Like um, technically and grammatically, I can understand them. I know how to use them. Uh, I know how to um, speak them. However, when it comes to conversing and really talking, a Tagalog is I the third language that I'm most comfortable with because the first one would be Bisaya, then the next one is English, then the third one would be Tagalog. So, yeah. Oh, that's actually nice. <laughs> so, uh, next, a time that you felt stereotyped or belittled? Um, I feel stereotyped, yeah. Like, for a lot of times, I got stereotyped as an elitist, as an... Um, as a person really different from other people since my accent they can really sense when you're not a Tagalog because like they know even from your accent only or even from the way you breathe maybe like they can actually um, they can actually uh, distinguish whether you are a Tagalog speaker or a Bisaya speaker however uh, what was the question again? if you were uh, I, if I were stereotyped yeah so yeah I was stereotyped yeah based on um, how they can immediately observe my accent, my breathing, I don't know, the way I pronounce things, the, the way I pronounce Tagalog words. However, I don't feel like belittled at all since a lot of people I've talked with actually love the fact that I'm a Bisaya person. Like, they're really amazed by it. And they're actually, like, um, wowed by how I'm able to speak this way in English, actually. Like, they just get so... Um, they just really fancy people who can speak fluently in English, and I think that's an advantage of on being a Bisaya person. We're actually more um, fluent, I don't know, as what they've said. As what they, I, I don't know if it's a good thing, but that's what they usually said. And to me, I don't take it as a belittlement, but rather a compliment, since... Um, English is a hard language to learn as well. So yeah, and at the same time, I think um, when you say belittling, uh, I think it's not about the language, the Bisaya language, but rather some of the cultures maybe 
as a Bisaya person. But you know, that's another topic to discuss because since we're talking about the language here alone. Yeah, yeah so uh, uh, you spoke about your uh, friends, your uh, the people that you have affiliated with. Uh, were these people or your uh, were these friends uh, were the ones that help you uh, cope up with the yeah language barriers yeah 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 so much so much so there are actually sets of friends um when i stepped foot here in uplb the first week i know what i knew immediately what i should do and one thing is not to um go along with the bisaya people i am with all my high school life since we've been together like tayong dalawa like we've been together for six years in high schools and we speak bisaya so as much as as much as possible during the first week I really, it's, it was really my intention to um, go with uh, Tagalog people, like those people who are not Bisaya at all, in order for me to actually absorb their um, slangs, their mannerisms, you know, just trying to learn their culture as well and adapt it. Since I think as a person um, that's culturally different from other people from this place, the best way to deal with um, coping up is coping up with the barrier and the differences is immersing with them. So I, I just don't think that I could learn or I could um, I could break those barriers if I did not immerse myself with the Tagalog culture or with the people here in Southern Tagalog. So I've learned actually a lot and. I'm actually thankful for all the for all the people I am with during the first time I sat foot here in UPLV and yeah, I've learned a lot. <laughs> so uh, next, uh, it is is it easier now that in your uh, compared to your uh, first days? Yeah, it's a lot easier, especially um, you know I've I've been to a lot of uh place uh, i mean play like theater play since i am from omalahokan incorporated so i've been immersed as well in a lot of communities tagalog communities tagalog speaking communities and i was able to have take roles that are tagalog speakers so and um because of what i've learned from the past from my friends, from my friends, from my Tagalog friends, it, it's actually a lot, a lot easier right now. And knowing that I'm staying here for almost four years now, so I think I'm. It, it would be so dumb of me to not learn any of the Tagalog cultures or Tagalog way of speaking, if sabihin kong wala like nahihirapan parin ako until now. Gets? Yeah. So yeah, it's it's easier now compared to before. Yeah, thank you for that. So uh, the last question: uh, What has been your greatest learning experience so far? As a Bisaya speaker, can be or as a UPLB student. student. Um, cultural differences is actually one thing uh, that's very difficult to face, but it's not that hard to deal with gets like it's one thing that we know that's very vague it's um it's a huge leap for you to uh go from a certain culture to another culture 
But I'm telling you guys, it's not that hard to deal with them. Like you just really go with the flow and just enjoy every chance, every opportunity that you're able to immerse yourself with that new culture. So that's really one thing I've learned, being able to stay away from my family and exploring um, college away from my family. So basically stepping outside of your comfort zone is a best avenue for growth. And um, no matter the differences may it be in language, culture, and you know other differences, I think the best way to deal with them is face them, enjoy them, and always take note and apply them, implement it in your life, and uh, that will definitely make your life easier. I see. Uh, thank you very much for that one. And I am grateful for interviewing with you today. So, yay. Thank you. Salamat ka, Ayung. Wow. That certainly is enlightening. Tama nga yung sinabi mo na intimidating experience ang dumipat from your hometown into a town with a different primary language than yours. Narinig naman natin na during the first weeks talagang nahirapan si Jesse na mag-adjust and nagkaroon siya ng difficulty in eloquently expressing himself. I could really imagine the anxiousness if I were in his position, knowing now there might be existing prejudices and cultural differences that could probably hinder effective communication. Tapos may chance pa na I'll meet people who might have felt culturally superior, parang nakakapanghina. Diba? Ang hirap nga naman nun na lumaki ka na bisayang gamit mong language. Tapos, biglang halos wala na nakakaintindi ng bisaya paglipat mo dito. Tapos, may probability pa na some words you know are interpreted differently by others with a different mother tongue. Pagkakos lang na misunderstanding. Kahit pa, sabihin na natin na in theory, magaling ka sa Filipino subjects mo in elementary and high schools. Iba pa rin pag-actual na. Totoo. Halos lahat naman siguro tayo, di ba? Some of us are more comfortable in written language than spoken language, kahit sa English. Minsan, mas madaling magsulat in English kesa magsalita since mas marami kang time mag-isip versus on-the-spot conversational English. That's true though. Isa pa, you could easily correct grammatical mistakes in written form than in conversations where sometimes you could even be subject to ridicule if you make sad mistakes. May mga taong mahigpit kasi sa grammar. Anyway, it's a good thing na overall, his experience with other people seems to be more positive than negative. I agree. It's a good thing na most of the time, open-minded yung mga tao dito regarding difference in cultures na hindi agad-agad ang pang-judge if someone is from a background different from theirs and they instead treat it as a learning experience to widen their knowledge. Something to be proud of and commend UPLB community. Not everyone is as lucky as Jesse though. Hindi dito sa atin. Pero pansin mo ba, in Philippine media, especially sa TV, masyadong ginagawang katatawanan kapag may Bisaya character? Like, they are almost always portrayed as, forgive me for the word ha, being dumb and airheads. Para bang ginagawang comedic relief lang, and they are almost always portrayed as helps and blue-collar workers na walang substance. Ang pangit nang ng prejudice for Bisaya people. The actors even majorly dramatize or exaggerate their accent. Totoo yan. That's discrimination though, and we shouldn't feed more into that narrative. 
They are as diverse culturally as Tagalog people, and we should really stop containing them in a rigid box. Take note siguro Philippine media. Sana ma-improve yun soon. Anyway, going back to Jesse's more positive experience here in LP. Though heartbreaking, it's kind of relieving na ang stereotype lang na na-experience niya ay ma-identify siya bilang Bisaya speaker and not something more antagonistic. Oo nga eh. Buti na lang walang belittlement na naganap. I think it would be heartbreaking and disappointing to think na may UP student na ethnocentric. Good thing na people around him are more welcoming and accepting instead of ridiculing, which help him adjust to life here in LB and eventually overcome the language barrier between them. It's nice na Jesse was able to find a third space na rather than making him feel othered, he was included. They were able to construct the them or ours kahit na they are from different towns with different cultures. Yes, I'm glad that they were able to overcome the barriers to intercultural communication which helped them enhance their overall communication. Maybe it's instinctual in this case, pero sabi ni Sorrels in 2016, there are six entry points for intercultural praxis to enhance communication competence. Anim yun, pero ang gist lang talaga ay to put yourself into their shoe and reflect on their experience. Right. Talaga namang mas maiintindihan mo ang isang tao if you put things into perspective. Mas madaling makipag-communicate if iiwasan natin ng premature judgment. And instead, we should listen and ask questions if we have them. Sabi pa ni Sorrels, magagawa mo lang ito if you have critical and reflective thinking. I think as UP students, all of us have those. Hindi naman tayo siguro makakapasok dito kung wala, di ba? Tama ka dyan, Precious. Wow! This has been fun and informative, ha? I really enjoyed talking and discussing with you. Me too. I hope the listeners also had a good time and may natutunan sila from our talks. Hopefully. Before we say goodbye, this is your reminder to always be open-minded and at the same time, be critical and reflective thinkers. Put yourself in others' shoe before judging them after all. With good communication comes intercultural understanding. I guess that's it. Again, my name is Precious. And I'm Jean. This has been Elvida Talks. Talks. Until next time! <laughs>